and Boker Tov, and welcome back to this week's 10 Minutes of Meaning. Each week we get together for 10 minutes in order to try to become a better version towards the best version of ourselves. And we employ the wonderful formula, the magnificent prescription of the Ramchal, Rabbo Shechaim Lutzato, who takes us and tracks us through the formula of Rav Pinchas Ben Ya'ir. We begin with Zahira's mindfulness, conscientiousness, to be present in all of our thoughts and our deed and our speech. And then we move to the world of Zerizus, alacrity, how to pursue our goals, make resolutions and achieve them. And then we move to Nikias, how to identify the biggest challenges and be able to overcome them. And now we've been studying the Midah of Precious, how to learn to live without, how to not need to indulge every appetite in that very moment. I want to thank our generous sponsors of the 10 Minutes of Meaning series for the year, Chani and Lenny Gunstein, as your friends in memory of Chani's beloved father, Mr. Aaron Tambor, Aaron Ben Yitzchak. This morning as well, I want to thank a dear friends, Roger and Lisa Gladstone, who sponsored in commemoration of the Yurtzeit of Label Ben Mayer yesterday. Thank you, Roger and Lisa, and hope you are well. Oh wait, okay, we continue with Perak Yudal, the 14th chapter of Mesilas Yesharim. And we've been going through this quality, the Midah of Precious, this notion that we're entitled to live with once we've proven we can live without. That we cannot give in to every instinct and urge and appetite. Even that which is permissible doesn't mean it is healthy or good for us. And therefore we need to work out our discipline muscle. We need to be able to express and reflect a level of self-control to be able to be disciplined and sovereign over ourselves. An animal has an appetite, an instinct and it indulges it. It's unable to separate the urge from the action, but we human beings, we have discipline. We have the capacity to manage our time and to manage our appetite and to manage our health and wellness, to manage our relationships and our speech, to manage all these components of our life. And the way that we work out that discipline muscle, the way we improve and grow is through this media, this quality of precious. Abstinence, not in the negative sense that we are denying or depriving ourselves. Abstinence, not in the sense of being punitive, of punishing, but abstinence in the sense of discipline. And we continue. So the first thing that we institute, we spoke about, was this notion of discipline or abstinence in the realm of halacha, of Jewish law, of that which is forbidden, but uh, that which is permissible, rather, but going above and beyond. But now we move over to the world of social conduct of interpersonal relationships. Abstinence means, I know the whole world is on social media. I know the whole world has to follow and track and watch and follow and scroll and check out everybody else's life and live vicariously through them. But I don't need to. I don't have to. I'm able to live my life without having to live everyone else's life. I'm not condemning those who are employing those tools. And there's nothing wrong Technically, assuming that what you're looking at and reading and participating in meets all the criteria of being permissible. So not wholesale rejecting it. But there's an addiction. There are people who cannot live without. There are people whose own lives and happiness is compromised from the FOMO, a fear of missing out, and from the unavoidable comparison of one's life with what one is seeing elsewhere. So in the world of Precious, the Ramchal never dreamt when he talked about the notion of when he talked about the social conduct and the interpersonal social construct, he never even dreamt of the idea of social media and its attraction and its pull and the importance of being disciplined in our use of it. But the Ramchal here is describing that just because something attracts you, just because you live vicariously through it, just because it's addictive to watch and scroll and follow, doesn't mean it's good for you. That is really the theme. We don't only have forbidden and permissible. 
We don't only have the realm of that which you're not allowed and that which you are allowed. Because even with that which you're technically allowed doesn't mean you should and doesn't mean it's good. But now the Ramchal is very quick to caution us that we have to be careful, that we cannot go to the opposite extreme in the effort to be disciplined, to not need to be the life of the center of every party, to not need to be everywhere at all times and at everything, that a person has to also avoid the opposite extreme. And what is the opposite extreme? The opposite extreme is to be so avoiding of social conduct, of social circumstance, of social scenes, that you are in fact isolate yourself. That's also not good. Our rabbis tell us the Gemara Ksubis, that a person needs to be me'urevis imabrios. You have to be somebody who's integrated with the rest of the community. You have to be somebody who gets along, who's beloved, who has relationships, who draws from the en- energy of being together, of camaraderie. The Gemara Brachos learns from a Pasuk, a sword upon those who fabricate. The Gemara Brachos derives a sword upon the enemies of Torah scholars, which is a euphemism for the Torah scholars, Tamidei Chachamim themselves, who sit in isolation while learning Torah. Even while learning Torah, a person says, you know what? I don't go to the base Medrash, talking non-corona times. I don't go to the study hall. It's too noisy. It's too loud. There are too many people. I sit at home. I love being at home. This is a very, fa- very relevant during Corona, the people who say, my Kabbalah Shabbos, ooh, wow, what I discovered in the last year, I love davening alone. I concentrate, I sing, it's so much more meaningful, it's so much more moving. No, it's not good. Isolation is not good. Yes, maybe you'll see an improvement, an impact on your kavana, on your intent, but what are you losing out on the drawn energy of camaraderie, and companionship, and togetherness? So Ramchal is encouraging us everything in moderation, everything, the right balance. So having to always be everywhere, FOMO, fear of missing out, not good for you. Having to attend to everything and watch everything and participate in everything and scroll on everything and friend everything and follow everything, it will consume you and it will rob you of living a meaningful life yourself. But the opposite extreme of isolating oneself, of being shy and introvert, and being all alone and saying, you know what, I just want to be home, I'm going to read, I'm going to learn, I'm going to study, I'm going to dive in, I don't need to see or want to be with other people is equally also not good. One has to find the balance, the golden mean. One has to be able to, at times, draw energy of togetherness and at times experience the growth spurt of solitude, the reflectiveness of solitude, to be contemplative by finding time to also be alone and to think. It's the balance between the two. So precious, the notion of being thoughtful, of being able to withdraw, of saying, even though this is permissible, it's not good for me. And so I'm going to figure out a way of doing it in moderation. One has to be very careful not to go to the opposite extreme. And it includes limiting a person's speech and refraining from idle conversation and not looking beyond our Dalit we have to habituate ourselves. We have to create the pattern. We have to develop an instinct that meets this balance. That on the one hand, we speak, we communicate, we're social, and on the other hand, we're careful. 
We don't speak when there's nothing really to say. We don't overindulge in connecting when it's a waste of time or when it can lead to negative behavior. To be happy with our four amos, to live within my four cubits, within my six by six square feet, to say this is my territory and I don't have to look and be jealous and I don't have to watch and be envious, but this is what was designated. This is what is for me and I'm happy with it. So these three rules, these three elements that he spoke about, about the different types of abstinence. Abstinence from hana'a, pleasure, just because it's permissible doesn't mean you should eat three bags of corn chips, of potato chips, and a six-pack of beer. They all have the OU. They're all completely kosher. They meet the standards of Jewish law, and yet it doesn't mean it's good for you, number one. And number two was bedinim, halacha. But just because you can find a legal loophole, just because you can get away with the bare minimum, doesn't mean you shouldn't try to go above and beyond. And number three was the social component. Our interaction, our engagement with the world and the social world around us was just because it's available, doesn't mean I should be consumed by it and rob me of my own happiness. Says the Ramchal, even though I've offered this and provided it and communicated to you in a concise way, you see it's complicated. There's a lot to think about. And the core is, be mindful of it. Don't find yourself having eaten a lot of food, even if technically it's kosher, but it's not good for you. Don't find yourself having sat on social media. Hours are gone. You claim you have no time to learn. You claim you have no time to read. You claim you have no time to exercise. You claim you don't have enough time with your spouse or children. And yet, what would your screen time say about how much time you really have? They're complicated questions. I, you'll say, where does it say it's forbidden? Where does it say it's forbidden to watch three football games in a row on a Sunday with the pregame and the postgame and spend your entire day? Where does it say it's forbidden? Technically, it's not forbidden. But is it good for you? Is it right or righteous? Is it the best use of time? Nothing wrong with recreation, with taking some time, with enjoying. But how much? That's why it's complicated. It says the Ramchal, I've offered to you in a concise way, but the Ramchal is challenging us to be thoughtful and to think about how we want to live our lives and what will be the best version of us. The specifics have to be dealt with by each person individually. We use our judgment. It is subjective in order to try to find out, in order to try to identify how do we strike that balance, how do we become the best version of ourselves. Join us in 20 minutes, 8.45, for Living with Emuna. So we count down to the holiday of Emuna of Pesach. Living with Emuna, we got a great behind the beam with you tonight at 9 p.m. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay holy.